Well, hey, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men uh, reject passivity, lead courageously, um, invest eternally, and something else. I don't remember what the other thing is, but I'm here with my friend Dave Borum. We've been friends for probably close to 45 years, 43, 44 years. We got married like yeah, a week you or got two. Week, two weeks before us. We were yeah, May 19th, right. and yeah. you were probably May. Yeah, I taught you everything you need to know about sex, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. A few things. So uh, David, his wife Beth, and my wife Emily were roommates in college, and so that's kind of a big connection between us. But uh, David and his Beth um, have an abbey in the, on the north side of Indianapolis, and they help their spiritual directors and help give guidance to people both spiritually and in other aspects. And so I'd love for you just to tell us a little bit about what you and Beth do and a little bit about the vision of your abbey. Yeah. Well, Joe, good to be with you and your listeners we have an urban retreat center, really, and I, we kind of were drawn to this name, Abbey, so it's Fall Creek Abbey. Fall Creek runs through Indianapolis, and uh, most people, when they think of a retreat center, they think of a place like this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Out by the nature. way, we're in Maine. We're, we're in Maine. Yeah. yeah, by a lake and a beautiful night. Yeah. Um, so this is, and I, I'm a nature guy, so I love places yeah. like this, so. But an urban retreat center, uh, it's a bit of an oxymoron, but, um, you know, we need to learn to kind of step out and disconnect and recenter and ground in the midst of just our crazy lives. Yeah. And so what's nice about an urban retreat center is a, um, about a 110 year old house oh, that wow. we've rehabbed. Yeah, we've been in it. That's beautiful. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, kind of remove some of those barriers of mm-hmm. travel or, uh, distance or, you know, sometimes logistics just, it creates yeah. excuses, uh, to yeah. really step out and, and do whatever you need to do to rest, relax, uh, pray, reground, uh, get yeah. focused. So, yeah, we provide space, hospitality, uh, a gentle presence for folks yeah. just to be about whatever whatever they need. I just say, you know, the space needs to be whatever it needs to be for yeah. folks who visit with us. And then we offer spiritual direction, which is often, oh, maybe not understood or even yeah. known. Maybe it's a category, but it's a one-on-one companion relationship Um uh, you know, shares a lot of similar features like discipleship or mm-hmm. mentoring or pastoral counseling or what mm-hmm. you do in a therapeutic role. But the primary focus is a person's lived experience with God, you know, how they're experiencing God, what God's invitations are, how they're responding, how they're resisting to that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not crisis driven, you know, your yeah. work is more kind of, you know, the wheels are coming off. Yeah. Spiritual direction's more uh, kind of that Preventing long. that. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I mean, people in spiritual direction, they have crises, yeah. and you know, uh, but it's not primarily about the problem. It's about God's uh, presence and invitation in the yeah. midst of the problems. Well, just even being with you and Beth, you're such a comforting presence, and just being around you, you know, we had a chance to go have lunch together and just enjoy each other's presence. Um, y'all have developed a set of questions, or you've developed a yeah. set of questions. Tell us a little bit about that, because I have one question I want to talk about tonight. Yeah, it was a crazy thing. A few years ago, I was with some friends. We, I've got a little, we call it the Brotherhood of Jesus, so we meet monthly, <laughs> and so we did a little retreat at a, uh, it's an Arch Abbey, uh, huh. Benedictine Abbey in southern Indiana, one of two in, in the country, actually, in Indiana, but... Um, yeah, I was there. It was the end of the year, and I was—I like to do kind of a review of the year and then a look forward. And I just found myself in my journal writing a lot of questions, mm-hmm. like the kind of questions maybe for my retreat. Like, yeah. okay, I think these are the questions I need to kind of lean into yeah. and to ponder to set up yeah. the retreat time. 
And uh, yeah, I just kept listing them and listing them and I brought them back and I shared them with someone and passed them on to a few folks I meet with and they said it was really helpful. And so I was yeah. like, yeah. There's enough books out there. We've yeah. written a few books, but it's like yeah. I came up with this concept of writing these this little playing card thing. Yeah, they're awesome. There's about 40 questions in it yeah. just to prov provoke you to think about some things yeah. that maybe you don't pay attention to all the time. Yeah. Well, I rifled through them this afternoon. They brought them for the gals that are all of our wife's roommates get together every couple of years, and so that's kind of why we're up here together. But one question really stood out to me, and it was just, it had to do with the silence of God. And uh, you probably remember the specifics of the question, but it's it's just like, what do you do when you feel like God's silent? You know, what is that? What, what was, do you remember the specifics of the question? Yeah, I mean, the best I can remember it is, are you experiencing any uh, silence or hiddenness or the absence of God? Yeah. And kind of what, yeah. what, what do you make of that? So and, tell uh, me about that in your journey, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well. When God's been silent or where you've sensed God's been hidden from you or you're, you know, kind of struggling with some things. and Yeah. Because I think that's a common thing men deal with and authentic men, if they're really honest about their journey, oftentimes it is about silence. It is yeah. about where are you, God? When yeah. I'm hurting or I'm going through a hard time, like you feel like you've pulled away from me. But yeah, tell me a little bit about well, that. Well, there's one moment that comes to mind and, oh. you know, it's probably illustrative of uh, the experience and maybe um, one of the, if there's a purpose to it, and I think there is a purpose to it, and it's <clears throat> it's a loving purpose from God, but we went through a very, very disorienting uh, job change uh, about 15 years yeah. ago or so. Um, I remember it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. I remember watching and, you all uh, go through it. Yeah. yeah, and so I remember kind of at one of those points in life, like I needed God to speak more clearly than ever before. It felt like one of those crossroads. Yeah. Like it, if there's any time that would make sense for God to really show up and speak clearly, yeah. with clarity, it was that. Yeah. And um, God did not. Yeah. So I remember one night we lived near a golf course, and it was uh, I was like winter. You know, we could get golf course back where I could yeah. walk on it. I'm not a golfer anymore, but I could mm -hmm. walk on it. And so I was walking on this golf course, and it was dark, and I was just pondering like my life, and like God, why are you not speaking? Yeah. And uh, where are you? And it was one of those moments that I sense the Lord saying. I've stepped back so you could listen to your own heart. Wow. Wow. Everything you need, huh. I've placed in your heart. Wow. I want you to learn to listen oh, to dude. your heart. Huh. And it's set about a, I would say, a, um, a rediscovering of who I am. Mm -hmm. That uh, mm. God's voice and God's purpose, God's mm. will, wasn't someplace out there. I think oftentimes... We've been trained to think of God as out uh, there. Seek, How do yeah. I get to yeah. God yeah, yeah. and not the Spirit? Within me. Yeah. The Spirit lives within me, yeah. and we've been taught to mistrust our own heart. You know, yeah. we, the verse, uh, yeah. the heart is deceitful and wicked <laughs> above all things yeah. has been hammered into yeah. us to where we, we really don't. And we I had this sense we yeah. don't trust our heart. We mistrust yeah. our heart. And so God's... Um, silence at that point was a necessity for me to begin to explore the contours and desires and longings yeah. of my own heart. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Well, so the questions, uh, you can buy this deck of cards, so to speak, on Amazon. Sure. What's it called? 
uh, examine cues, E-X-A-M-E-N. Like the examine prayer. Yeah. Like the prayer of examine, and uh, it's not technically a prayer of examine, yeah. but, you know, kind of, uh, it's a riff on that. Examining your heart. Examining your heart. heart. Absolutely. Looking into Absolutely. it. Yeah. Highly recommend it. What's the cost on Amazon? They're 18 bucks. That's a bargain. Yeah. Just one card is worth the price of admission. It is. We've we've had folks, uh, they've been meaningful in their marriages where, you know, they want to go deeper with one another, and so they'll just take a walk, you know, and they'll just grab a card, or they're on a road trip, and, you know, they'll wow. put it in the car, and yeah. and they can just say, well, let's, huh. let's see what comes up here, and it can open up new yeah. veins of conversation maybe that yeah. would be really meaningful to them. Uh, so one last question. So you've had other men that have kind of, or other people, not just men, that have been a part of this journey, and when that time of kind of, you felt like God was pulling away, saying, hey, mm-hmm. look into your own heart. Like, were there some people that you leaned into? Were there people you went to? and Or was it more of an individual private journey? I would say, unfortunately, it was a very lonely journey at yeah. that juncture. Uh, I think even some of the the vibes I was putting off, there's certain points in the journey that we're not a lot of fun to be with, yeah. you know. It's, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we return to yeah. certain Grumpy. adolescent behavior. Yeah. It's like we've got to go through yeah. a second adolescent to kind of, and it's just, so anyway, long story short, um, I, I wish there would have been people. But so it was kind of a journey in the wilderness for you. It was, yeah. and often, you know, I hate to say this, but a lot of Christian communities can't really contain yeah the questions yeah. at some of those points in our lives. And so yeah. if we have one person yeah. who can put up with us or a small group, I mean, we're and, really that just listens fortunate. to us and enters into it with us. Absolutely. It, been sweet. Yeah. it doesn't have to fix it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate your honesty tonight. And I love just um, our friendship. And we enjoyed having lunch together today. And, and uh, I won't get too descriptive on what kind of beverage we're enjoying tonight, but we're enjoying some good cigars with my friend Ron Taylor. Shout out to Ron Taylor for giving me a cigars for Thanks, my Ron. 65th birthday. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, but anyway, I really uh, appreciate you and appreciate you taking the time to talk with me tonight. Good to be with Joe. There it is.